0: I want you to imagine for just a moment that you're the CEO of a major company. I want you to imagine that you decide to go have an elective surgery and you tell no one about it, and then you get sick from that surgery, and then you go into <laughs> the ICU and still tell no one about your absence. The Question is, would you then be fired? I think most of us know the answer to that question is, well, absolutely. Imagine, however, that you're in charge of the Pentagon. You're in charge of every man and woman or transgendered weirdo that's in the military. And your job is to be on the ready for all threats, foreign and domestic. While there are multiple wars going on in the war, in the world right now that you're supposed to be involved in or even leading on them. Well, that's exactly what happened with the Secretary of Defense, Austin. That's right, Austin. And don't worry, the Biden administration is like, hey, we're not considering sacking the defense secretary who failed to disclose his hospitalization to us and everybody else in the administration. That's right, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. And the question now is, is there anything you can do in this administration that would get you fired? He failed to inform the White House about his hospitalization. President Joe Biden is not considering firing him. That is what Politico is now reporting. The outlet cited a group of senior administration officials. If Austin were to issue a resignation, Biden would refuse it. A person among them also stated, Austin is going nowhere, is what one official told Politico. The report noted Republicans have been calling for Biden to dismiss the defense secretary. During a recent interview, Senator James Lankford, a Republican from Oklahoma, said this. Apparently, the National Security Council didn't know it either. The White House didn't know it. Congress didn't know it. We're in we're a time of a lot of turmoil internationally, and suddenly we have the Secretary of Defense, more than just a matter of wasn't there actually, sent over false information saying, I'm working from home. When he's not actually available at all. He's in the ICU. That's right. Who knew? No one knew is what we're being told right now. No one at the White House was aware of any of this. Austin is also being criticized for failing to tell officials that he'd been hospitalized at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center regarding complications from a, quote, undisclosed surgery. Former President Donald Trump on Sunday Urge Biden to fire Austin for, de- for the delayed announcement regarding his stay at the hospital, saying this. Failed. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin should be fired immediately for improper professional conduct and dereliction of duty. He has been missing for one week, and nobody, including his boss, Crooked Joe Biden, had a clue as to where he was or might be. He has performed poorly and should have been dismissed long ago, along with General Mark Milley, for many reasons. But in particular, the catastrophic surrender in Afghanistan, perhaps the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. Now, it was reported on Sunday that Austin was in the hospital's hospital's intensive care unit for several days, and not a single person was told where he was. The outlet noted the failure to communicate happened as military confrontations between U.S. troops and Iran-backed proxy groups was heating up in the Middle East, threatening a bigger crisis. It was also noted early Monday morning that Biden was also on vacation at the same time Austin was in the hospital and no one knew about it. Biden-Austin apparently had a phone conversation on Saturday the president said he was looking forward to seeing the defense secretary at work in the near future, quote unquote, from the White House. Now, I want you to hear what John Brennan, former CIA director on MSNBC, had to say about this. Take a listen.
2: Brennan, thank you very much for joining us. The White House was in the dark for three days about Secretary Austin's hospitalization. There's the Israel Hamas war, the Ukraine war, attacks on American troops in Syria and Iraq, hostilities in the Red Sea, just to name a few things that are happening in the world. I know you've held a similar cabinet level position as the secretary and you have worked closely with Secretary Austin in the past. What's your reaction to this?
3: Well, Anna, uh, first of all, I think we all wish Secretary Austin a full and speedy recovery. And as you point out, there's still a lot that we don't know about his medical condition and what it was that uh, required him to go back into uh, Walter Reed and the ICU uh, on uh, 1 January. And it is possible that his health condition or his medical condition uh, clouded his judgment at that time. I uh, don't know whether or not he was under certain types of medication or whatever else. Uh, and so that could have been the reason why he decided not to, to notify people as he should have. With that said, it's clear that the system broke down uh, because there need to be established protocols that if a cabinet secretary or a senior member of the president's staff is going to be incapacitated in the hospital and the authorities that they have to execute could be in fact affected, that needs to be that immediate notification that is done. And so I know over the holiday period and there's reports that his chief of staff, Kelly Maxwell was uh, ill, uh, but there still needs to be this chain of command in terms of any type of notification that 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 should have taken place. So I do think that the Pentagon is going to do quite a review of what happened, what needs to take place uh, under these types of circumstances. But also I think the White House is going to make sure that there's going to be no similar type of occurrence, uh, whether it be in the Pentagon or in other cabinet uh, offices.
2: Can you just tell us what the rules are? What is the protocol typically for notification in a situation like this?
3: Well, again, if a cabinet secretary, uh, particularly one with such enormous responsibilities and authorities, such as the secretary of defense, is going to be out of commission in any way uh, or is going to be unavailable, um, there needs to be this notification done to deputies, uh, to the, the person's deputy and also to the White House, uh, because once, we don't want there to be any type of uh, misstep or you know, miscommunication in terms of what has to happen, particularly at a time of a lot of uh, crises around the world. Uh, so whether or not you're the Secretary of State or Secretary of Defense or the Director of the CIA, your staff is supposed to have on, on readiness uh, the protocols in terms of who needs to be notified, what steps need to be taken, whether it's a delegation of responsibilities and authorities, or whether it's just a simple notification that is done to the White House or to members of Congress. And clearly uh, that system was not followed. Uh, again, maybe it was a result of the holiday weekend and the fact that some people were out of uh, their position for illness or whatever, but there always needs to be, irrespective of whether or not there are holidays or illnesses, the ability to be able to transfer those responsibilities to others so that those protocols are followed, those notifications are made, and that all of the different responsibilities of the individuals are going to be taken care of.
2: Just in the last hour, we got a statement from A Republican leader in the House, Elise Stefanik, calling for his resignation, saying that this was a a significant national security threat.
0: The president. National security threat. Did you notice that there? They said, I mean, you heard her there. National security threat. The protocol was not done the right way. Clearly, clearly. But maybe after 10 hours or 12 hours, this went on for multiple days, more than one, more than two, at least three that we know of so far, where no one knew where the defense secretary was. What if the you-know-what hits the fan? You're telling me we couldn't find him? And then who would make the decisions? That's that's the first thing here. The second thing is, how do you defend this and say he's not going anywhere when clearly there was some sort of of cover up slash corruption that was involved here? This is not a joke, by the way. This is a very, very, very significant issue that should matter to all Americans. You're talking about national security. You've got a war going on right now between terrorists and Israel. You've got a war with Ukraine. In Russia, you've got another basically war that's going on in the Middle East where Americans are being targeted and hit by terrorist organizations in the Middle East on a regular basis. And you've got a defense secretary that forgets to tell them that he's going in for surgery and that he's in the ICU and we're supposed to act like this is somehow not a big deal. Give me a break. thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. To get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four. Patriots.com slash Ben. Joe Biden, by the way, was asked about Lloyd Austin, and it's in the background. I'm going to play it for you, but you can hear the reporters yelling at him uh, as he's getting off of of Marine One. Listen to this in the background saying, like, dude, like, come on. Like, you got a comment about Secretary Austin not knowing where he was? Listen.
4: (laughs) Nothing.
0: Nothing. A confused Joe Biden was ignoring reporters when he was asked, again, their words. They were yelling, Mr. President, on Secretary Austin, are you still confident of Secretary Austin, sir? Biden's response, incomprehensible. You could not understand what he was saying. It was a confused President of the United States of America when answering that question. I guess if there's any time to be confused, it's when something like this is happening. Because the rest of the world is, by the way, paying attention. Secretary Blinken was also asked about this issue. Here's what he said about it. With
4: uh, regard to Secretary Austin, um, I wasn't aware of his um, uh, medical issue. Uh, in fact, I, I talked to,
1: to Lloyd last weekend uh, for the system, um, and I know that he's put out a statement addressing it.
3: Um, what I can say is this. It has been, and remains one of the great privileges my career over 30 years now working in, in government uh, to serve alongside Lloyd Osmond Lord uh, he is an extraordinary leader for this country in uniform and now out of uniform and it's been a highlight of my
4: service to be able to serve alongside him and I'm very much looking forward to seeing him fully out- recovered and um, working
0: side-by-side in the year ahead.
4: Um, What is is your policy? uh,
0: By the way, Secretary Blinken is sitting there and he's like, all right, I want to distance myself from this. So he's like, I didn't know he was out. So he didn't know the sec- so. If the Secretary of State had a major problem, he couldn't call the Defense Secretary. He didn't know he was out. If the President was faced with a national security issue, a major problem, if a and I go back to worst case scenario because I do think that's the point here. And when you have contingencies and plans and staffing and everything else, what if a nine eleven attack ty- happens? Well, hell, forget that. Let's use the new standard by Democrats. What if another January 6th would have happened over the three days that no one could find Lloyd Austin? What if the Secretary of State or an American official was attacked or something happened around the world that, on a major, like in a major way, right? Then what would have happened then? All right, somebody called the Secretary of Defense, like, we've got hostages, we've got a terrorist attack, we've got a 9-11, we've got a uh, whatever it may be. Uh, can't find him? What do you mean you can't find him, but no one knows where he is? What do you mean no one knows where he is? Well, we, we don't know where he is. Wait, you're telling me we don't know where he is? Nope. We have no idea where he is. So let me get this straight. The Secretary of Defense, no one can find him. He is incapacitated when you do find him. So let's say they do find him quickly, right? Let's say phone calls are made and you need, you know, advice. You need, there's a major problem. There's a 9 11 and then you do find him. He's apparently at that point in the ICU incapacitated, so he can't take your phone call anyway. So then there's a question of chain of command. You, you notice how this is spiraling right now as we go through this in a real life scenario, which by the way is exactly why you have contingencies, which is exactly why Lloyd Austin should have made, made it clear. Hey guys, I'm going in for a surgery and if they, and this is the chain of command while I'm out. This is what's going on so that you know what's happening in case something uh, unimaginable happens. Or even if it's not something unimaginable. Maybe it's just American troops are yet again being attacked in the Middle East. And they're successful in that attack. Or they're under attack. What are you going to do then? You notice how this can again spiral very quickly. Well, if the guy, you can't find him. And he can't answer your call, and that's why Secretary Blinken is doing what he was doing there, right? Well, it's, uh, uh, you know, we, we knew um, uh, where he was, uh, right? We knew what was going on here. Um, you, you know, we, we understood it, uh, uh, you know, but uh, but, I, but I still stand by him, right? I didn't know about it, but I understand it, and he's a great man. It's exactly, by the way, the same exact line. The White House press secretary Jean Pierre uh, and, and John Kirby had a gaggle aboard Air Force One. Here's what they said about Secretary Austin on Air Force One.
2: Should the American people have confidence in Austin given his lack of transparency? And then also, do the American people need to be concerned about a lack of transparency for the president given this lapse?
4: So I want to go back to Austin's statement. Uh, couple of days ago where he has um taken responsibility uh and so i think that's important
0: so By, by the way what does taking responsibility mean hey i got caught is that now taking responsibility what does that mean what does it mean when they say he's taken responsibility? Taking responsibility would be apologizing. He's not done that. Uh, stepping down, he's not done that. He, in fact, he's taken no responsibility for his actions. Just saying, in the future, I'll communicate better. That is not taking responsibility in any form and or fashion. There is no way that you can tell me that Austin has taken responsibility for this. That is a BS PR line. That's all that is, is a BS PR line from from the White House saying, oh, well, he's taken responsibility. Show me how, show me where he took responsibility because I'm still waiting as an American citizen.
4: To that, and I will just reiterate that the president uh, has complete confidence, continues to have confidence in uh, in Secretary Austin, and and, um, as the admiral just stated, I think the number one thing right now is for him, Uh, we want to see him back at the Pentagon, get well and back at the Pentagon. And I'll just add one more thing, is that the President, uh, as we have uh, shared, the President uh, spoke to Austin, uh, Secretary Austin uh, on Saturday, they had a very good conversation, and and again, you know, the President appreciates Austin's statement Uh, and taking full responsibility here And I think that's what that's what matters is him getting back to to the Pentagon and
0: taking full responsibility. So he took responsibility, but we don't know what that actually looks like. And we just want him to get better so he can get back to his job, which he didn't tell anybody he wasn't doing. And we didn't know where he was. So actually, somehow, this is a great story with a great ending. That is your White House press secretary who says, "Oh, and again, right? Biden respects the way that Assad has handled multiple crises over the last 3 years, which included the withdrawal from Afghanistan, which was a complete and utter disaster as well. Here is him defending him as and what he's done in office."
5: There are some calls for him to be fired. Is that something that the president is wanting or considering doing? The president's number one focus is
1: on
0: his health and recovery, and he looks forward to having him back uh, at the Pentagon as soon as possible. The president respects the fact that Secretary Austin took ownership for the lack of transparency.
1: He also respects the amazing job he's done as defense secretary, and how he's handled multiple crises over
0: the last almost three years now. Um, and uh, very much values his advice, candor, leadership, uh, and again, looks forward to having him back in the United Can anyone tell me what the uh, success was, his amazing success? Pulling us out of Afghanistan in such a horrific manner was not a success. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. Now, there's even some Democrats now that are saying this is not okay. I'll give you an example. Representative Abigail Spanberger. She is a former CIA operative. She had this to say on CNN about what went down. Take a listen. A couple other questions for you. First, about Defense Secretary
2: Lloyd Austin, who is facing a lot of criticism this morning for keeping White House official's his own deputy, the president, in the dark for days about this hospital stay. He remains in the hospital. You sit on the Intelligence Committee. We are in the midst of, uh, obviously, the war in Ukraine continues, but also what may be an expanding conflict in the Middle East. Do you think it is appropriate how this was handled? No, I think it's appropriate and the right step forward that he has taken ownership uh, and asserted that this was a mistake. Uh, I think that once he's fully returned to the job, a conversation as to why this decision was made is one that in an after action report and understanding is an important conversation to have. But I I do hope that every person uh, in the cabinet recognizes that this was not an appropriate step, not an appropriate way to handle what. Uh, was his hospitalization, and and hopefully there will be greater transparency, at least within the administration.
0: So that's a Democrat saying there's not transparency in this administration. This is someone that's former CIA who's saying and understands the gravity of the situation, basically, what the hell are you doing, and how did you allow this to happen? How on earth could you imagine that this was somehow going to be appropriate or that this is something that should, in fact, be able to happen? How did you even let this happen? And she understands how many lives were at risk because of these actions, especially if there was a 9-11 uh, type terrorist attack or an attack on American troops abroad. You know, you go back to the White House and they say, oh, he has amazing accomplishments. Name me one. There is not an amazing accomplishment by Lloyd Austin. If anything, the accomplishments have been total disasters. This is the guy that was in charge when we were getting out of Afghanistan. And look at what happened when we were getting out of Afghanistan. Look at the American troops that were killed there because we were taking orders from the Taliban, because we weren't giving appropriate oversight, because they weren't allowed to take the shot that they said that they need to take against the uh, guy who ended up blowing up that bomb that killed Uh, that suicide bomber that killed multiple American soldiers there at the gates to that airport. This is the guy who masterminded the pullout of Afghanistan that turned into a massive disaster. On top of everything else I just told you, they're like, oh, well, we're really impressed with him. We're really thankful for him. He's done an amazing job. We hope he continues to, you know, we just we're not going to ask any questions. He's in the hospital. We just want him to get better. Uh, he has our full support. What well, what screw up does it take? And I guess if the bar is at the level of your own son, if the bar is at the level of where Hunter Biden is when it comes to screw ups, and you still do business with him and everything else the way that Hunter Biden is, then I guess Lord Austin's screw up with our national security in mind really doesn't matter, right? I guess it's just it's, it's a non-issue. It's like okay, so what? The the guy in charge of our defense. He, we can't find him, he's in the ICU, he's incapacitated, he can't take phone calls, uh, not telling anybody, lying to us, trying to cover it up. Hey, we get all that, but I mean, it's not as bad as, you know, buying an illegal gun and lying on a form that you're a crackhead, right? It's all relative. It's not as bad as, as doing uh, sex trafficking and human trafficking and taking money from communist China. Who are we to throw stones, right? It's not as bad as taking money from Russian oligarchs or the CCP, are sitting on a board of a company that you know nothing about, Burisma, and making millions of dollars, right? It's not as bad as the honeypot scandal of these prostitutes in the Washington, D.C. area. Hey, look, the guy had a surgery. We don't even know what it was. So what that he was incapacitated for a little while? It's all fine. That's the logic of this White House. If they're willing to treat the defense secretary like this, can you imagine the media's response? Serious question. If this would have happened under Donald Trump's secretary of defense, number one, there's no way that he would survive. Congress would be saying impeach. Uh, everybody would be going nuts. They would talk about every worst case scenario. They would talk about the 9/11. They would talk about uh, Pearl Harbor. They would talk about all the, the the worst days in American history when it comes to military issues that have happened. They would talk about War One. They would talk about War Two. The list would go on and on and on. Right? Like they would give you every example. Many of them that I mentioned, which are which are rightly right to mention because those are the worst days of a presidency when your defense secretary is the most important. So if one of those would have happened on, on the anniversary, you, you know, on, on a 9-11 style, something happened at the southern border. Americans were taken hostage somewhere in the world in a large-scale attack. We got a guy, we can't find him. That is, that. if there's no accountability... For, for those types of actions then what you've just told everybody that works in and around this White House and in any part of this administration, whether it be at the DOD or Department of State or Energy or CIA or anywhere else, it's basically there is no screw-up too big that you can do that that, that where, where you're not allowed to, where you lose your job. That's what they're telegraphing here, and that's the reason why I think you have Representative Spamberger who is a former CIA operative who wasn't giving him a free pass as a Democrat because she actually understands this. Joe Scarborough on, on Lloyd Austin shilling for the White House, right? That's what he normally does. Here's what he said on MSNBC. Don't see how a guy disappears for three days and doesn't tell the President of the United States, the
5: Commander-in-Chief, the White House that he's gone and continues working in that position. I just don't. And I... I I like Secretary I I, I I I think Secretary Austin's done a wonderful job. This is just one of those very clear cut issues. Yeah, no, there's no doubt it's a it's a bad one. I mean White House I've been reporting on this story for days now and when Secretary Austin's, uh, one of his subordinates showed up at a White House meeting at the end of last week. Jake Sullivan was confused. Like, where's the secretary? What's going on? And only after that were they informed uh, that the secretary was in the hospital. And we're right to underscore the, the, the timing here. It comes as the U.S. is ramping up its presence in the Red Sea, going after the Houthis, after an airstrike called in by the U.S. that Secretary Austin had approved pre-hospitalization. But it's a time of real rising tensions in the Middle East, Ukraine as well. We're not clear if the Congress is going to pass funding uh, to support Kyiv. Uh, it is it is stunning uh, that this. John, can I so- ask you a
0: question? By the way, that's Joe Scarborough saying that. How, he's even saying, "How does this guy keep his job?" Because I do think that Joe Scarborough understands that when it comes to issues of national security, and if you were around when nine eleven happened, you can quickly get to a point where you're like, like. There's no transparency. You can't trust this guy to be doing his job. You don't know when he's off the job. The next question should be, has he done this before? I'm not talking about being in a hospital. I'm just saying, like, being completely off the grid. Does Lloyd Austin go MIA on a regular basis? And how often does that happen? That's the question that should be being asked here. But as he described, it, like I don't know how he keeps his job. Uh, how 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 the how the commander in chief can say this guy's doing a great job. This is this is one of the worst things. Let me rephrase it this way: You would fire a nanny. You would fire a babysitter. You would fire a basic minimum wage employee if they didn't show up for work three days in a row and didn't call, didn't text, and didn't tell you where they were. Right? You you would do that. Like if you had an employee. That just went off the grid for three days and didn't tell you and their excuse was, oh, well, I went to the hospital uh, and I could have told you beforehand because it wasn't like, you know, I'm in a car wreck and I'm incapacitated and I can't call you or my cell phone was left in the car as they rushed me to the ER, right? Like in, in that type of scenario, I could even get there, but not even for three days. Unless you're incapacitated, literally, this guy knew he was going to be in the hospital. This guy knew there were complications. And and still, he didn't disclose it. So the question is, why? Why did he not disclose it? That's the question that all of the media should be be asking. And listen to this follow-up question from Scarborough, who's a whack job liberal. Yes. Can I ask you, do you have it confirmed? Is it rock-solid confirmed? That the Secretary
5: of Defense did not notify the Commander in Chief no, that that he was he was not at his post for three days is that confirmed? It, it is. Or are we going to hear? Oh, they talked on the side and no. Are you hearing from the White House that the Commander in Chief? was unaware of the fact that the Secretary of Defense was not at his post for three days. Yeah, we and others have reported for days now that President Biden did not know. So if suddenly another narrative was to be presented, that's not one known to not just reporters, but senior White House staff. There's no belief that Secretary of Defense Austin notified President Biden about what had happened. Now, the two men have spoken, and we are told by senior officials that for now, Secretary of Austin's job is safe. like firing people. We know President Biden is fond of Secretary Austin. We also know President Biden is very proud of the continuity. He has had no, very little turnover in his senior staff since taking office. Mm-hmm. In fact, only one cabinet member departure, which is pretty remarkable, heading in here into his fourth year in office. And I think also because this is such a Hence time around the globe, there's a sense that this would not be a good time to change leadership at the Pentagon. So things, of course, could change. There's been an out, a real uproar from both Republicans, but also we should note some Democrats about the real breakdown in communication here. And there's been explanations that Secretary Austin is a very private man. He doesn't like talking about things regarding his personal life and, and, and a health issue like this. That said, it is a breakdown in the chain of command and there will be continue to be real questions raised as to What happened,
0: even if for now, and I stress for now, Secretary of Austin's job seems secure, seems secure. I don't believe the White House is going to fire him. I think they will just say who gives a crap, just like the way they're running the government. Who cares? Who gives a crap? Was national security at risk? Yes. If the you know what hit the fan, were we not prepared? Yes, we were not prepared. Was there a breakdown literally in the chain of command uh, of our government? For days, not 24 hours, not 48, but 72 plus hours, yes. This is what you get with a Biden administration. Zero accountability and national security at risk, just like our open southern border. Make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends. Please write us a five-star review. Uh, That makes a huge difference for us being able to see new audience members, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.